You'll never know Other people, places, things that you'll see People, Places, and Things podcast. I'm your host, Shay Moore. Kansas City is best known for its barbecue. There's another jewel in this city's crown, two-stepping. If you're not familiar with this style of dance that is strictly Kansas City, sit back, relax. We're about to go to school with the queen of two-stepping and line dance, D. Barker. My mic sounds nice. Check one. The name D. Barker rings bells around the city. <laughs> How did you get into two-stepping? I was coerced by my family. It was a way of life. I was 13, getting ready to go to Paseo. Cousins, the Watsons, told me, do not come up here and embarrass us by not knowing how to two-step. So all the summer, prepared myself in the basement, stepping, entering into my freshman year with the skills of two-step. It's such a sexy dance. It allows men and women to connect in a way that other dancing just doesn't do. Right. You have to be in tune with your body language finger touch, even when you're not touching. It's a conversation and dance. There are other cities that have two-step, and Chicago has its own version of it. What's the difference between someone who two-steps in Chicago versus someone in Kansas City? If you let people break it down technically, they would say the count, and some of the music is different, the the beat, the tempo. But when I learned Chicago stepping from some of the people that teach, it's rules as well. In Chicago Step, the woman has a lane. You have to stay in your lane. And the man goes in and out of the lane and lets the woman pass through this, the same. They call it home and grandma's house. In Kansas City, the lane is everywhere. I mean, you can be you can be on the south side, north side, east and west. And it's according to how the man leads you, of course. And then when you freestyle, like when the man lets your hand go in the Kansas City two-step, you can go in any lane you want. And so I really have to concentrate when I'm trying to Chicago Step. Are you single? I am. Can't get a man, Shay. We should have a show, Find D. Barker a man. We should do that. <laughs> Can you help a sister out? Let's say I had a man for you and he did not know how to two-step and had no desire to two-step. Would that relationship work? It would work if all the other characteristics that I'm seeking in a man, if they were up there and top-notch and, and, and were flowing right, that, that, that wouldn't be a deal-breaker because I can get him there. <laughs> I can get I can get him to want to, and I can get him yes. there, that part. Right there. That, that part, that the entire. whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's not a deal breaker. There's other things that are a priority before that, you know, but it would, it, it has to come into play because that's what I do. It can be a prelude to intimacy, mm. being in his best interest to, to learn, being smart and intelligent, which is one of the priorities. So he would figure that out and, and being able to support me, some of those prior characteristics would lead into him wanting to and being able to. How do you deal with going all over the city and everyone knowing your name? Is that a burden for you or do you actually love it? It depends on who and what circumstances. And I try to love it on everybody. Everybody knows that. And that's sometimes to a fault because I do for so many other people, sometimes to my detriment. It's a good thing if I'm trying to promote something or or if somebody knows me and I you know and they're having difficulties or they need um 
certainly I can lend a hand in the in the health and wellness factors, well, then I do. It serves its purpose for the things that I promote, the platforms that I'm on. Sometimes if I want to go relax and go to an art museum or go to an, hear a band or Sometimes I want to chillax and, you know, I'm talking and having a conversation with at an event that's not mine and come up and do this dance with us. And sometimes I just want to chill. I tell you what, I always want to step. And, you know, I'm a line dancer. I'm mm-hmm. the queen of Kansas City line. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm a bougie line dancer. So I don't like wobble and I don't like same old two step. I just don't <laughs> because because I know over a thousand line dancers because I travel all over the United States and learn from the best choreographers and groups, uh, dance groups. So I want to do some challenging line dances, some that make me feel good and that speak to the fact that I like dancing. Some of those are boring to me and I'm just going to be real. <laughs> if people really want me up and I'm trying to be cordial and, you know, I'll go ahead and do it. But sometimes that knowing me and knowing that sometimes that, that if, if there's a downside, I wouldn't even call it a downside if there's something that kind of I have to breathe and uh, readdress myself and my stance. <laughs> and my, you know, this is who you are, so this is what you got to do. Have you ever had so much chemistry with a dance partner that maybe his wife or girlfriend had a problem with it and wanted to address you in a negative way? Right. <laughs> that has happened, but at the onset, I nip it in the butt. If a female is really mature, really about her man and herself, if you look at me and know me and see the way I move around. I'm not that type of female. Try to steal you, man, over a dance, over anything. So if you really are honing in to my characteristics and my reputation that precedes me or my body language or, you know, if a man is my two-step partner, I generally know his woman. And even if I don't, if I meet her for the first time, I'm going to include her in the conversation. I'm going to make her feel a part of that. I'm going to even offer her, you know, I can get you up. You can dance with your husband the same way. You know, so I try to include the, the female. So if she's one of those females that just likes to dart, or then then she'll probably go there. But if she really looks at how I operate myself when I when I dance with her man, she'll understand that it's just a dance. Well, we can't gloss over the point that you sexy and fine, girl. So, I mean. I have my issues. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You just Thank turned you. 60. You look great. Two. Was it 62? Yes, I thought it was. it was just 60. You had on this jumpsuit. I said, you better get it, <laughs> you girl. You better go somewhere with that jumpsuit. I wish I could do a little bit of tuck and pull on this and that. But, however, you know, just make it work with what you got and thank God and keep it moving. Is two-stepping what keeps you young? I know you do classes with the next generation, the millennials, the Generation X kids, to try to make sure that we keep two-step alive. Right. It's one of the many things that keeps me my grandkids are my source for life. They're the reason I breathe. My kids are all right, but my, my grandkids are my life. They're my motivators. I try to stay in a happy place mm-hmm. and take the lemons and make orange juice. Mm-hmm. That kind of keeps me balanced and, and, and rejuvenated. And, and I hone into a lot of young people. Not that I, I'm not, I repeat, trying to be young. I can just identify with them and I can just, I want to help them in any way I can before I get out of here. I really embrace the youth. They're a little different than we were. When we were coming up, we were told this, and we believe this, from the church, from the school, from the uh, grocery store, whatever, from the older people on the street. We believed everything, and we just took it. But they're a little more, they're researching, they're a little more, hey, you can't just tell me that I'm going to do this, which comes to the point we have two women in the contest this year. Yeah. How do you think the crowd is going to well, accept that? Well, this is my that? stance on that. At first, I was like, I'm old school. Hey, it's a man and a woman, and that's what I'm passing on, and that's what I'm going to keep. Then I get to thinking about it. This is what the world is coming to, people interacting 
and 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 they're not gay. Their point is in Kansas City, there's more women than men. And when they go That's out, true. they don't always get asked to dance. Some steppers have a tendency to only dance with the people they're used to and they're accustomed to or they're, they're around. I do the steppers lounge every first Saturday, and that's what those guys are on. We, we're on ask somebody different to dance. You know, they, they learn the skills, you know, get them up there. So they said that since they didn't get asked to dance a lot, they just started dancing with each other, and they got really good at it. In 2005, when Rodney Thompson and Stenson McClinton, the filmmakers were the first producers of the big step-off, they had two women because the two women in qualified up to the finals with guys and the guys women made them bow out of it so they said well can we dance with each other we qualify can we it was controversy behind that but the filmmakers let them stay in because they thought it would add to the film and i kept thinking about it when they asked me and i said okay this is the way the world is going so i, I might as well might as well be one of the ones to embrace it because i do fool with young people and I listen to them and also i didn't have it in the rules one time a guy wanted to dance with two so i did add to the rules it has to be a partner and i didn't say male female so i couldn't hurry up and change the rules right. because they asked because that's not right i try to be ethical in whatever i do this is exciting to be able to see this pairing at the next big step off which is a huge undertaking a huge thing that the city looks forward to every year ten thousand dollars in cash and prizes is awarded to the winner i was very grateful that you had me involved yes. in it last year it was awesome. I remember when you did it at the gym theater. Right. Juneteenth was going on at the right. same time. So I right. was running back and forth. Right. <laughs> but I was so mesmerized by just the beauty of the dance. Passions. Earlier you talked about trying to stay in your happy place. Has there been a time in your life where you maybe were not in such a happy place and you were able to get there? The two times in my life that I was not happy. Once I was abused. Mm. I was married to a minister. I used to think that I had to turn the other cheek kind of method. God wants you to, you know, take particular people in the clergy that were speaking to me, were telling me, woman's got to take, she's got to, you know, obey the man. She's got to, you know, never is it okay to be belittled or intimidated or, or taken out of your comfort zone. Never. And I just thought I had to bear that for the kids' sake, for the church sake. What made you decide to be done with that? I looked at myself in the mirror after I confronted with physical violence and I'm cleaning myself up in the bathroom and I'm washing my face and I looked at myself. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You know you don't have to take this. You grew up on 53rd Michigan which was we were the second black family on the block and then my mom and dad got divorced and so we moved to the projects and I learned a lot. <laughs> you know what you learned at T.B. Watkins? You wouldn't take a man in you know, accosting you like that. So, you know, God didn't want you to go through this. The word goes to the ministry first and before he imparts it to the flock. So with that ideology, and you have to be your biggest coach and your biggest enforcer of protecting and guarding your happiness. I'm a talker, I'm a writer, so I had to do that to myself. And you just have to keep reminding yourself and be, you know, positive and moving on, something to propel you into self-actualization, right? He wants us to be happy and be in a place that we can maintain a semblance of spirituality and helping others. Did you still have two-step when you were going through that dark time in your life? I did. That's when I lived in Los Angeles. I graduated from high school here at Manuel. Then I went to college in Iowa for year and a half and it was one black family in the whole town it was a private lutheran liberal arts college the man of the family was the janitor the woman of the family was the cook in the kitchen at the at the college it was a college called wartburg it was near mm. waverly near waterloo that was in 75 wow to college yeah it's like <laughs> you know get me out of here 
So then I, my mom moved to Los Angeles during that time. So I moved to Los Angeles, went to uh, UCLA, graduated from Cal State Fullerton. Wow. I, was, I wasn't two-stepping. I was getting my degree. I went back to school, did Ryan, got another degree. And so in raising kids and married to the minister and abuse and all that, I had my kids. My daughter, who's now 35, was shot in a drive-by in Los Angeles when she was two months shy of being 11. Six oh, my goodness. My that was very traumatic. And I asked God, like, when I got the call, you D. Barker? Yes. We have your daughter here at the hospital. She's been shot in the drive-by. I, I literally forgot how to breathe. I lived in the valley. I was a valley girl. Shooting happened in San Bernardino. So the drive was like you could imagine. And my prayer, remember the butterfly? Yeah. She was this big, and she used to do the butterfly all the time. So my prayer on the way to the hospital God, let me see her do the butterfly. I said, if I don't get another birthday present, another Christmas present, another Mother's Day, another Groundhog Day, give me this. That's amazing how a dance reference would come to your mind Mm -hmm. in an emergency like that. I've never thought of that. That's weird. That's how much dance is really a part part of of me. That's why I say I keep my eye on the game and not the monetary value of it. I'm really a preservationist of two-step. That's what I mean, regardless of a group, regardless of a a flow, regardless of a club, regardless of a venue. I'm about that two-step life, and it's our culture. That's why I teach the youth, because the guys have to say, may I have this? Mm -hmm. Some young men have never said, may I, for nothing. They get everything they want, not even asking. 13 hours of surgery, and she came through, and we moved here when she was 15. She hated that I took her from Los Angeles, but she went to Center and did excellent. She went to Avalon, did excellent. She went to Iowa and got her master's in theater and moved to New York. Wow. So that's where she is now. She just got married last year to a wonderful man, a lawyer, and I said in my speech, my toast, I said, I used to think God spared her life the second time for me, but I realized it was to get her to you. That is just so beautiful. <laughs> He's a wonderful guy. I got two great son-in-law. And I'm just, I have two daughters and both of them are married to wonderful guys that got their back. What brought you back to Kansas City? What event happened that said, okay, I got to get back home? I'm really a shy person. Mm. I didn't say anything till I was in the 10th grade and I wanted to be a cheerleader. I took gymnastics when I was little and I could always dance. My dad used to make me dance for his friends. I'm I over. think everybody's daddy. <laughs> Used to make, make them, them do dance. that. And then they yeah. give you a dollar. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, they did. It was too many people. L.A. is just too many people. It's a wonderful place to visit. My family's still there. You got to be in your car for so long if you're going to work. I just wanted that more settled, which I thought I'd be settled. I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off every day. My mom will be 90. Wow. I'm trying to get her to come here. My mom wrote a book of poetry, and it got published. It's called Acres of Love. And have her little tea. Have a tea that would be beautiful. Like, and a book signing. A book and, signing, and all yeah. Of that. My daughter says, my dance group is I Dance With Thee. She said, just say it, name it, I Tea With Thee. You're creating just a wonderful legacy. We're so blessed that you left Los Angeles <laughs> and came here to keep Two Step alive. I'm not from Kansas City. I'm from New York originally. But when I first got here and saw the dance, I immediately was like, look. I have to learn how to do this. So I have the very bare basic. That's all you need. Down. Mm -hmm. But just like two weeks ago, I was telling Brian, I really want to explore learning more because I think I want to get into the big step off. I want to get involved. It's supposed to be make sure it it stays in our community. It's a culture. It's a it's a vibe. It's a flow. It's a, a monumental asset. It can be therapeutic. We need to make sure we teach it and pass it and use it in the right capacity and other cities are so passionate about their step and their so why can't we we can have it on that same platform and that same level 
why can't we be at that same level and let people look at us? Why can't we be on a boat stepping like R. Kelly did? Exactly. Why can't we do that? That's right. Huddle on the sea. I want to get you there because we have 300 people that go, but they're from all over the country. And I want to be able to share this thing exactly Mm -hmm. with them Mm -hmm. because I think they would be changed by it. Because I was, when I experienced it, I was like, this is beautiful. I need to be a part of this. I want to learn how to do this. We go out of town more so in the line dance arena, but there's stepping going on at those line dance events. And when they see us stepping, they stop. So we do have some people in Indiana that are on in Detroit and in Philly and different places. We do Louisville. Well, I want to encourage everyone who's listening. If you're in Kansas City, make your way to the big step off. You will see so much showmanship. That's the thing that I was like, okay, I got to get into this because I'm a showman. (laughs) So it's like, I got to come up with something, you know, to wow the crowd and get everyone involved. Because that's part of it. They're not just stepping. It's about the outfit. It's about the crowd participation. It's about the, the compatibility the, of the, of the yes, partners. Yes, yes. It is. And, and it has to be more than what they do in the clubs. The foundation of two-step has to be realized because that's what I'm trying to pass on. They must unequivocally two-step. Sometimes they do a little double spin or they sit their partner down on a chair and pick them up or whatever they do. You know, they can climb the walls as long as they come back and step. It's a celebration of two-step. When people enter in, you're supposed to think you're going to win. Yeah, I'm going to win. But you also have to let your mind go to, if I don't win, I'm going to go over there and still shake hands. Right. You know, you have to walk yourself through that because I've had a guy that didn't win and he wanted to attack me. I'm not even a judge. I don't even have anything to do with the judging. That's because they never let their mind go to, if I don't win. Tell everyone how they can be a part of the big step off. The first leg of it starts with the preliminaries at the Steppers Lounge at Rendezvous. Every first Saturday, contestants will dance for a spot to go to the semifinals, which will be June 29th. I'm trying to do that at location to be determined, preferably at Southeast Community Center. And then the finals will be Mingles. It'll be the 21st, which is coupled with my birthday. That'll be the 21st of July. How can people connect with you if they want to get those big step off final tickets? Google me. I'm everywhere. (laughs) D Barker. Make sure you spell it with one E, D-E, Barker. And I'm on Facebook, Instagram. And yeah, if you Google me, you'll find all type of information. Phone number 816-446-0169. I'm just so honored that you took your time out today to pass this information on. You're just a beautiful person. And I'm so grateful for you preserving this history that's strictly Kansas City. Strictly Kansas City. There are so many wonderful things about this city that are just this city. Just this city. Queen of line dancing two-step. I used to say passionate two-stepper because I didn't want to claim that queen title, but people kept it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> calling me queen of two-step, queen of two-step. And, and I think because I do make a lot of noise with two-step and I give away money. Who else gives more money? Two-step. Me. Who would be and get some money? I, I know that's way. right. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna say the other word because I'm a late. You'll never know Other people, places, things that you'll see uh, You'll never know Other people, places, things